we want to talk about the two different methods that the IRS gives you for taking your auto deduction. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to CPA After Dark. I'm your host, Kristen, and I'm here with Marit, my co-host and my CPA. Very excited to be back talking about vehicles, the things you need to know. This is totally what you need to know before you start taking the vehicle deduction. This topic is very confusing for a lot of people. So let's get right into it and break it down. We want to talk about the two different methods that the IRS gives you for taking your auto deduction. So we have the standard mileage method, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard about. And then you have the actual method. So there's two different methods of vehicle deductions and something to take into account right off the bat. I'm not even going to mess around. You have to realize a lot of people don't know this, that if you choose the actual method in the first year that the car is placed into service, you cannot switch it to the standard in a later year. You are stuck with the actual method for the life of the vehicle. Or if you take the standard mileage method in the first year, then you are allowed to switch to the actual method down the road if you so choose. But again, you can't switch back and forth, back and forth to get the best deduction. But that's something I think I always tell my clients the first second we start talking about the vehicle deduction and we start running the numbers on which methods we're going to choose. I let them know, hey, if we go actual, we can't go back. This is it. So that's my first point I wanted to make. You know, I know Kristen has a few vehicles in her different businesses. So what have you decided to do with yours? So we do. We have um, our three main vehicles, right? We have the BMW, which it's like my it's my daily driver, but we still do use it for business use from time to time. Then we have the Tahoe, which I mean, that vehicle goes everywhere with us because we need it for the rentals. And I will tell you that most of the miles that we use for business comes from our rentals. Um, and then we have the Lamborghini, which sits in the garage unless we're using it. And that is 100% for business use. Um, we're not driving. That's not a daily driver. We're not driving it around anywhere. We're taking that to to meetings, to business dinners, to things like that. We're filming it, all those things. That's for the Lamborghini. But I didn't realize, and guys, when you're finding yourself a CPA, make sure you don't just hire somebody that tells you what to do. Make sure you hire somebody that explains the ins and outs to why you're doing it. So Marit blew my mind. I had no idea, and thank you, but I had no idea that there was a standard and an actual deduction. I was told by my former CPA to track my miles, which is wonderful, and he did, I gave it to him and he did whatever he needed to do with it. And that was pretty much the end of it. Marit broke it down for me and explained the difference. And that's how I ended up knowing that I have some vehicles that are over here and some vehicles that are over there. And there are a multitude of expenses that you're allowed to take if you fall into the actual method versus the standard method. And we're going to get into both of those. But my point is make sure that your CPA is explaining the ins and outs of all these little tax benefit features, because the more you know, the more you can be prepared. 
I was not prepared um, to take the actual method. And we'll get into the ins and outs of that in a minute. But it blew my mind with how much I was missing out on in years past. Yeah. And so that is true. You want to be empowered. You want to know. There are people who are like, I just don't tell me, just do whatever. But I mean, if you really want to save money and be proactive and keep more money in your pocket and, you know, give less away to the government, you definitely want to know these things. She's right. You want to ask about it. And for me, I wouldn't even think to just say, give me your mileage, your mileage and let's move on because I want to make sure that at my job, I'm giving you the best deduction. So we have to do some calculations, right? So the first thing is she talked about how the Lamborghini is a hundred percent business use. It's in a separate place. They don't touch it. Well, you know, the business use is going to be different. The expense that you get a deduct or the decision that you get to make around your auto deduction is based number one on the business use. So either way, whether you take standard or actual, you want to track your total miles and your business miles because you need to get that percentage of business use for your vehicle. If your vehicle is under 50% business use, you can't even take the actual method. It's not allowed. You have to do the standard method. So number one, no matter what method you're going to take, you want to figure out the business use of your car. And then after that, if say it's over 50% and now we have both options, we look at a multitude of different things. So we're going to say, oh, do you drive a lot of miles, but your car has low operating costs? If you drive a lot of miles, but really, you know, there isn't a lot of repair, there isn't a lot of maintenance, it's lower value. So the insurance isn't very high. And we look at the business use percentage of your actual expenses versus just the flat mileage rate for 23 was 65.5 cents per mile and 24 is 67, right? Kristen, 67, I think. Yeah, 67. And so you could multiply that percentage by your miles and you might get a way bigger deduction taking the standard. And another thing, like I said before, if it's the very first year that it's in use, just maybe take it anyway, because then it opens it up for you to switch down the road. You know, so there's that to take into account. Or if you have, you know, a really high operating cost vehicle like the Tahoe, it's more to, Mm -hmm. you know, do maintenance and repairs and the miles say there isn't as many miles because it doesn't get as good miles to the gallon. So then maybe you do go into um, looking at the actual method. So I love that. And then, of course, you know, we can talk about what expenses you can deduct in the actual method because the standard method, all you're taking is miles. So I guess it's easier for one thing. So you track your total miles, you track your business miles, and then you multiply it by the given rate. And then there's your deduction, right? Your business use percentage of your car. So let's back up for a second. So standard, you actually compute the miles. But for the actual, you're not using that 67 cents for 2024, just for that number. Um, You're not using that, right? You're just figuring out if it's 50% or more. Yes. Yep. That's what everybody gets confused about. So they'll be like, I'm writing off my miles. And I'm like, no, no, no. We need your miles. We need them because we need to know the business use percentage. But now, yeah, out the door. We don't care about the 67 cents per mile because we're taking the actual expenses. Yeah. So, guys, think about it like this, too. You're keeping your log and you're not sure right now in the beginning of the year. You've never done this before. I really want to take the actual deduction or I really want to take the standard deduction. You have no idea. Right. 
So my advice to you is to track, keep a log, track everything. And at the end of the year, you can decide whether you're going to take the standard deduction or the actual deduction. But if you're not tracking it and you don't have that log, if you get audited, the federal government, whether you use actual or standard, they're going to want to see your log. You're going to need that log. It's important. (laughs) So track your miles from January 1st on. Yeah. And you can use apps for that. You use spreadsheets for that. The old school way, we used to keep a book in our car. We just hand wrote what we were doing. Whatever you want to do, you want to have something. And then when it comes to, like she said, you're tracking throughout the year, you're not sure. Why don't you just put all the fuel on your business card? You know, if you're going to wash your car or get some maintenance on your car, put it all on your business card. Normally, I wouldn't say to combine personal and business expenses. But in this case, you just don't know. And so it is going to take a little bit of extra work and you might have to move some of it out if some of it's personal. Or if you decide you're going to take the standard mileage method, you're going to move out all of those expenses off your profit and loss. You're not going to take any of those because you're taking the standard mileage. But it does help. Like I've had clients who, you know, because they've put all their fuel on their business card. I mean, you go to the gas station all year, like you, if you want to maybe see how much you spend on fuel and you don't know if you're going to take the actual method, you could just put it on your business card. If you're thinking, I use my car a lot. I'm pretty sure I use it over 50% because remember, it's got to be 50% of the time. And so if you know you're using it a lot and you know, there's like a good chance you actually would take the actual method, try to keep it all in one place because that will help you really get those expenses. I think that's where like a lot of people get lost. If you don't have a hundred percent car or a 90% car, you know, with those really, really high use, that's easy. You know, it's business, you know, it's going on the car, but so with the mixed use, uh, I don't like to say, you know, put it on the business card, but just make sure you have a lot of use on there before you do that. It does help though. Yeah. The other thing was I had no idea that insurance, if you take the actual method, I had no idea your insurance. I mean, I had no idea you could even track your fuel. There was a lot of things that I learned this year that I didn't know in years past that I was missing out on. But um, let's go over a couple of the things that you can take. We've already said fuel and I just said insurance, but a couple of different things that you can take as far as deductions go if you take the actual method. Right. So you've got your fuel. And this is all business use percentage, remember. So any of these would be the percent of these would be what you would take fuel, you've got your insurance, you've got uh, repairs and maintenance, oil changes, tire rotations. You can do your car washes too. You can deduct car washing, maintenance of your car. Um, Say your car is financed and you're paying the car payment every month. You cannot deduct that car payment. The car payment is not deductible because you're getting an asset. It's just like when you have a house and you can't write off your mortgage. If you have a rental property, you can't write off your mortgage, but you write off the mortgage interest. You can't write off your car payment, but you can write off the interest of the car loan. And you can do that with the standard deduction as well. And so the interest is this separate little, the car loan interest that you can write off no matter what. And then if you're taking the actual method, there's also depreciation, which we're going to get into in another video, because when you see all of these, um, these like social media posts and everybody's talking about how they deducted their whole car in one year. Depreciation is really the big kicker. So we're going to do another video about that. When it comes to the standard mileage method, 
the depreciation of the car, you know, you're using it, the wear and tear, that's built into the mileage rate. So that's why they just give you one rate and it's just supposed to cover the gas, all the expenses, the wear and tear, everything. The actual expenses are all of these actual expenses, including the depreciation portion of the business use of your car. That's a great way to explain the difference. So when you're thinking like standard or actual, which is which, you're taking your actual expenses with the actual method. That's actually a beautiful way to say it. <laughs> yeah. And I think the key takeaway from this video uh, that I just want my clients to just know because it makes life so much easier, no matter what you do, track your beginning mileage and ending mileage for the year. We need your total miles and we need your business miles. We have to get that business use percentage regardless of what method that you take. Everything hinges on that. So I think that's really, you know, the number one thing to keep in mind when you're starting out on the auto deduction journey. Yeah, absolutely. Like I sit down once a week, usually on Monday or Tuesday, I sit down and I go through all the receipts from the week. I load them into, I use Wave. I know you use QuickBooks. I use Wave and I load all my receipts in and I log all my miles. This way then it's done and I'm on top of it. I don't like when it goes two weeks, three weeks, a month, like try tracking those miles a month out. You're not going to remember. I don't remember what I did last week. So (laughs) get on top of it in real time, guys. It's so important. Yeah. And my goal is to be more like Kristen and be more proactive because, you know, they say doctors make the worst patients. Sometimes accountants (laughs) make the worst clients. So I'm going to do better at that and I'm going to get on top of it. (laughs) Well, you're busy tracking everybody else's stuff. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But I hope you guys liked the video. I hope you got a lot out of it. I know I did. Filming this video and kind of studying up on the topic, I'm thankful to have somebody like Marit in my corner because I learned so much myself and knowledge is power. So take advantage, leave questions below, subscribe to the channel, and we'll see you guys next time.